across the sea of character sheets, deep in the forest of D20s lies the mountain of Sourcebooks. Welcome to the Mountain of Sourcebooks. We hope you enjoyed your climb. My name is Jeffrey Vincent Dale, and with me is my co-host, Rose. Hey! And we're going to start with some news here, and then we'll move into our final thoughts on Spooktacular. It was spooky. We're like <laughs> way past um, the spooky season, so. Oh, well. Oh, well. It doesn't matter. Anywho. Yeah. I tried to do too much. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know how you are. <laughs> yeah. We've scheduled things out a bit more carefully for next year. So next year, we're starting with the spooky stuff before October. Yeah. We're actually doing. Um... I don't remember. <laughs> I don't have the list. I don't have the list. The the plan right now is the Magnus Archives RPG, if oh, it's okay, out by yeah. then. I, I, I believe it's supposed to be out by then, but if not, we'll do something else. We have plenty of options. We have too many games. All right, so getting into the news, kind of some weird D&D &D merch. D&D &D shoes? Honestly, it kind of works. And very important detail that so they're um, uh, advertising this as the uh, son of Gary Gygax. Big important detail this is not Gary Gygax Jr., who is a piece of crap. Um, yeah, this is the less problematic uh, Gygax. This is Luke Gygax. <laughs> I don't know if he's also not a piece of crap, but I don't know of it i don't know this so that's the important part i know the other one is <laughs> but they're kind yeah. of they're kind of neat um i have um i have issues with my shoe size so it is always nice to like see something it's like i kind of I, I i wouldn't hate wearing that that's not terrible i won't but <laughs> i wouldn't hate it <laughs> yeah, actually i i didn't notice before there is a link and they they takes you to more designs. I only saw the dragon design. Yeah, there's there's a couple of them. Um, they're all kind of the the similar concepts. Yeah, I kind of like the beholder ones though. I mean, eyes, just eyes, eyes <laughs> everywhere. Never, never stop your eyes. Um, way too expensive for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, <laughs> I'm poor. I am poor, and also I'm not that interested in. It, so, <laughs> yeah, I. I don't I don't like the idea of spending around a hundred dollars on a pair of shoes. But for people that like it, hey. Yeah. I'm not even able to do regular Chuck Taylor, so <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then speaking of D and D, uh Chris Pine thinks there's a pretty good chance we're getting a sequel to uh, Among Thieves, Honor Among Thieves. I'm not surprised it did well enough, though um the fact that he like actively as part of the project is yeah okay that works um i mean he is the best chris in the industry out of the fifty thousand chrises so i think <laughs> we have a, a good opportunity to, to like look into that yeah so yeah i i hope so i mean we've we've made no secret on the podcast that we're all fans of it we all enjoyed it i mean i i think i've talked about this before but i a good DND movie is just something that like I needed so badly. Like when you when you run RPGs, you want a good movie to just be like, 
okay, I'm going to watch this and I'm going to get good vibes and feel like get energy and feel better about running something. And yeah, it used to just be Lord of the Rings for me. Like that, that's a very specific genre of fantasy. And they're very long movies too. <laughs> yeah, that's also that part, especially when you have the um, extended, which I do, mm-hmm. which I have never finished. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, here's hoping it happens. Mm-hmm. It seems likely that it would probably uh, have a lower budget than last time. So I don't know yeah. if that would mean that some of the stars wouldn't come back or. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they'll just scale down the, the effects work. Worst case scenario. It can't be any worse than the second, than the, uh, D- second D&D movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, y- you'll hear about it. When Very soon, you listen yes. to the next episode, <laughs> I am looking forward to listening to that one because that is, I've I've seen that movie before and it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then the Adventure Time RPG has had an update. Mm-hmm. So, when they first announced it, they announced it was going to have its own rule system heavily steeped in yes and as a concept. Yep. Which sounded pretty interesting. I love the idea. Um, I'm very curious how they're going to apply it because when you get to a certain point in rule systems where you're like, yep, anything goes, it's like, well, why do you have a rule system? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I guess it's it's more dice based. Mm -hmm. Um. but they've said that upon talking to the community, a lot of their feedback was that people would prefer a 5e adaptation over a new rule set. I do understand the theory that, like, we know this works, but I would like to see what they do, at least. Like, give us something more creative, because the setting needs something more creative. Yeah, based on my understanding... It sounds like they're going to lead with a Kickstarter for the 5th edition version. Okay. And then, I don't know if it's going to be like an add-on within the book, or if it's going to be a separate release, kind of like what they did with uh, The One Ring. Mm -hmm. But then they will also release the original rule set, like, finalized. It could be literally just with the Kickstarter, where it's just like, well, we already did this, um, so I guess one of the rewards is this. Um, or they could just be like, I mean, we made a game, like we will sell it. Like it'll be maybe a lower print cost because we didn't expect people to actually buy this. But if you do want to buy it, cool. Or you could just sell PDFs because PDFs are, there's not like a lot of actual overhead. It's a whole question and I don't know. And I don't do, um, RPGs professionally. I've only worked on one before. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm I'm interested to see what happens. I mean, I'm probably going to end up getting it. I'm I'm a fan of Adventure Time. I mean, we we we've already committed enough to having too many games anyway, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if we mentioned on the podcast or not. Wizards of the Coast had plans for a ad-supported streaming channel. Okay, yeah, I think we did mention that. I, we've talked about it. Unfortunately, that you know. Um, leads together a little bit since this is literally what we're doing is talking to each other. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, 
they they announced that a long time ago, months ago, uh, and it finally came out this week. But you wouldn't know that <laughs> from the promotional stuff. So I'm getting a little annoyed with people lately where it's like, we're going to put this thing out. We're going to put a lot of effort into this, make like an extreme like amount of time and effort into and money into these things and then we're not going to advertise it at all and we're going to get upset that it didn't work out well yeah it's to the point where i'm wondering if um i'm wondering if maybe the person who greenlit it left the company or got promoted and their replacement is like oh i don't care about that thing that they greenlit yep it's that bad i only knew it was out because I followed uh, the official D&D podcast. Yeah. And that's on a hiatus now, so they're not even getting that promotion. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. It's pretty high production value stuff, too. Just watching the trailers. I found the channel myself. Mm-hmm. Manually going through Plex. Didn't actually watch it yet. Because of the holidays. Mm-hmm. Busy, yeah. <laughs> yes, busy and lots of sleeping and lots of work. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, it's just baffling, really. I like that that reasoning of maybe somebody moved to a different position and their replacement doesn't care yeah. is literally the only logical excuse I can think for for why they're doing such a poor job promoting it. So, like, I am tapped into this stuff enough that I should hear about this. I heard about it. I did not hear about it you know showing up like nothing literally this is the first time i've heard of it <laughs> yeah and it's been out for like almost a week now it, it uh, started last monday it's just such a weird choice yeah we should uh probably end that here so now to move into our final thoughts on spooktacular I have a feeling I, I already know what everyone's going to be saying for most of this, but we'll, we'll start with the negatives. Get those out of the way. And we all say it at once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll, we'll do it on on one, three, two, one. Combat. Combat sucks <laughs> so <laughs> bad. Oh my god. It was functional, but yeah, it was it, it was just kind of boring. Like, uh, you could make such a good ghost hunting story of this. And then when you get to combat, it's like, well, I have to damage it, and I only have, like, two, three ways. Like, you have to basically spend an item to have a different way to damage them. And that's just like, well, so I can do something else. And it's like, I tried, like, changing things up a little bit. But even then, it's like, well, then it's just going to take forever to damage them now. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I always don't like it when it seems like, well, what can I do? I could attack, and that's the only action I can think of. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, um, you could probably change the game up a little bit. Like, if this were like a ghost hunting martial arts story, this would be fun as heck. But... That you, the minute you have the like, I have a gun and I shoot ghosts, and that's literally all it does, and that's the only attack action I have. That's where we run into the problem. And like the, the ghost, the ghost stuff, the use of awesome points, all of that stuff is good in combat, but just the I only have one action. 
Yeah, there there were items that could have allowed slightly more variation, but not enough. And I will say part of it also was because um, we couldn't like chase it around and stuff because I did the thing that kept it in the room. Yeah, that did limit options a little bit, but yeah. still, it the, the system could use a little more flexibility to anticipate that, I guess. Mm-hmm. That said, I, I like everything else. <laughs> yeah, uh, the thing that really surprised me, moving on to positives... Yeah. We, we, should, we should take turns now on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually really liked how they handled health. Like, in, in most RPGs, health is just... You're okay, you're okay, oh no, now you're dead. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any real impact on your abilities. But the way that this game handles it, how, like, say you break your arm or whatever, now it makes sense that you're not able to, uh, you're not able to do as much strength-related stuff. It has a, a tangible impact on your abilities. Well, say... To go against that, well, I found that I do find that really interesting, and I do kind of like it. Um, the one thing I don't like is also kind of it makes it. Oh, I feel like there's a word for this, and I can't think of it. Like because they're hit, you get weaker, and then because of that, you're just gonna since they're already weaker, it makes you able to get hit more often, making you even weaker. So it's kind of just like builds on it. Downhill slide, and I will hey. say, it just makes combat go longer, which is the other problem. Because again, the weakest part of the game is combat. Yeah, that is true. Uh, and I then, will say, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Steve. Like you can use an awesome, and we didn't really get to this because we're playing one shots. You can use an awesome points to like not get hit, which is what we did. But then also, I saw that you could also use your awesome points to level up. Yes. So, which we, we wouldn't have been able to do because, you know, which I imagine the way you do that is you use them at the end of the session, whatever you have left. And I guess you gain more at the beginning of next session. I don't know. I'd actually I think don't know. we could have got like if we could, like we would have been kept doing getting awesome points during a session for doing things. Mm hmm. But... Which, I mean, in general, we didn't really need to because we had a big enough pool. It's like, well, that just makes yeah. it ridiculous. But that, I mean, it's kind of like a cool, do I take the hit now so I could get stronger later? Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting idea, but again, it's that whole downward slope. It's like, oh, well, I want to be doing something now, and then I can't level up because of that. But I also mm-hmm. will say it lets you choose which uh, stat takes the hit. So That's it's true. like, that also lets you like, okay, I don't think I'm going to be using this ability for the rest of the session, so I can like sync that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of neat things, and I love the dice mechanic in general, and I love like I love just like the feel of the game where it just like it it, it felt a little bit Ghostbusters, but may, and maybe it was just the setting we created, but it felt like it had its own vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I would have liked it more if like, you had HP and it's like, oh, after 25% life gone, you lose one stat. After 50%, you lose, like... Yeah, like, if yeah, it... there's, like, specific things that happen. I would like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a hybrid system of standard health and this. Yes. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, a, I, it, 
I was going to say earlier that I, I feel like it would have worked better with a better combat system, but yeah, that, I like that idea better, actually. Yeah, yeah that, that, sort of that would be a good hybrid and work really well. Like, it, it is one of those games, like, the functional system there is good, it's just, you know, it's a little rough around the edges and needs some serious, like, kicks in certain areas, but, like, it can be fixed. Like, that's a good thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was not a lot of effort, either. Yeah. So what did everyone think of character creation? Pretty fun. Um, I really like the specializations, and I like how, like, quirky they were. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they definitely threw some nice odd ones in there that uh, kept things interesting. It is really fun, but it is... Well, I guess I'm always like, so how will you use some of them, but... Yeah, you, you can. If I if I chose rap battle, I would find the way to yeah, use yeah. rap battle. <laughs> that's a huge. That's a huge. Like, there are times where you're just like, I have to do a rap battle now, and it's one of, also one of those things where it's just like, I'm good at this, and you like use it in the most ridiculous, amazing way possible, and it's like, yes, fantastic. And honestly, I I imagine there like could be a way you could like modify things if you can't already do it to give yourself extra specializations. So you know, yeah, I think that would be cool. Yeah, I'll tell you now. If if one of you had chose rap battle, the the, the ghost would have changed. Instead of being an old neighbor who didn't like new music, it would have been a neighbor who loved rap music and hated pop music. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would have been fun. The, the, the only problem with rap battle is that you have to be good at rapping, and I only know <laughs> one person who can do that in D and D. My bard in my group is like actually good at rapping. Other than that, I have never met anyone who can do it. Like I, I know, I know a couple people who actually rap, but they don't play RPGs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cannot rap. I don't know. Maybe we could use some strange auto-tune filter to make us rap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. We could do yeah. like a insert rap here and then think of the actual lyrics later. <laughs> well, this is an audio form podcast, so we can add stuff in later, but... Yeah. <laughs> Something to keep in mind for the future, should the occasion ever arise again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I liked character creation. Uh, I liked how you had the option of doing whatever you wanted, but they also had the pre-made tables that you could roll for. Mm-hmm. Makes things nice and easy, depending on how much commitment you kind of want to bring to character creation. <laughs> yeah, there's also that, because it's like, oh, okay, that's that's what we did today. Sure. Yeah, like sometimes you want to play, but you don't particularly care about what your character's got going on. So having the ability to roll for it, it's a nice option. Yeah, it, it's, it's. I do enjoy randomness, um, but not always like the best thing in the world. But sometimes you get gold, like literal gold in randomness. So you know, I think it's good for like yeah, helping you go outside your zone. If we do that, yeah. Like, sometimes I feel like if you even look at what a character throughout the RPGs that we played so far, you kind of see the three of us choose a uh, standard trope lots of times. No patterns. I'm usually yeah. a skunk bag of some kind. Like, <laughs> I, I, I see. Yeah, so, yeah, you could definitely play, like, different ideas and stuff like it, and it's not, like, yeah. a super um, 
broad it's not like super broad to the point where it's like difficult to do but it's also like we we, we were all different enough that it, it it was good yeah yes so what did you think of the adventure that we went on because uh, i i partially rolled the story through one oh, of the uh that's right the, you mentioned that yeah i i didn't go fully with what i rolled because I, I just didn't like one of the choices but uh part most of it was uh rolled from a random table no that's pretty good and ghost cat was the best there's no like exception ghost pet cat was the best thing in existence the fact that there was a red herring of what the ghost was doing like there was a cat there that was pushing the stuff off tables is one of my favorite things <laughs> i've seen in a game it's wonderful <laughs> I I did love the ghost cat. Yeah, the it was interesting because I was like, "Ooh, is it like we found out about that guy?" And we're like, "Well, it sounds like it could be him." But then like there's kind of enough other things. We're like, "But maybe it's not." Yeah, I, I think the way it was described, it made it too obvious who it was. But we did get options that were like, "Well, maybe not." And that was nice, but yeah, it did eventually just being, oh, it is just that guy. Okay. <laughs> I do feel like maybe there should have been hints of some kind in the in his old house. Yeah, that would also would have helped. Yeah, honestly, I didn't think about that. It's, it, I mean, uh, look, RPGs are RPGs. They're yeah. sometimes difficult. So, I mean, look, we had fun. That's, that's we the did. number one and most important part of RPGs. We had fun. And yeah. that's the other tough thing. It's like you don't know what we're going to do. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can't pre- can't prepare for everything. Just kind of kind of wing it when you don't. <laughs> I had more red herrings planned, but then uh, you guys didn't interact with the customer at the bar. Forgot that there was even a customer at the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be fair, part of the reason is because two of us were not people like people persons. So, <laughs> yeah, that's <true>. <laughs> <laughs> It ended up not really helping. Yeah. Once we learned there was a ghost cat, we kind of stopped caring about the people. <laughs> <laughs> ghost cat. Ghost cat. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy we, with that one. <laughs> we love cats here. It's it's a thing. <laughs> this is a cat-friendly podcast. Yep. <laughs> There's probably a cat over there in Steve's corner. I don't know. I actually haven't been to his house in ages. <laughs> oh, I do have a cat. <laughs> yeah, overall, I, I feel like of the ones we've played, this is one of the better ones. It oh, has yeah. its issues. Yeah, definitely. like it has mm-hmm. its issues, but de- like, let's like compare combat in this to Henshin. Like, no question. No question whatsoever which one is the better one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, no, this was fun. It would be interesting again to like, yeah, if to play longer, and then you will have to make like the choices, like we were talking about, like, do I take the hit so I could level up, like, have the extra point for leveling up. Mm-hmm. That's like that's a huge one. Is like leveling up would change a lot in how I play that because I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna use my points willy nilly because whatever. Yeah, and that's kind of what happened with just like spend point, spend point. <laughs> I will say it was nice to see you spending points, though, because I've mm-hmm. run multiple games where we had points and nobody used any. Mm-hmm. So. It happens. <laughs> I, 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 will know there, I will notice that there's a lot of games that I've played where like players just forget that they have points. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I I feel like we've we've pretty much summed up how we feel about the game at this point. So uh, I think we'll bring this to an end for this week. But yeah, that'll be all for this week. Uh, we'll see you all again in two weeks. With all that said, thank you for joining us. Careful on your way back down the mountain. Not trip.